0: Boom, oh, we're back. 126th edition of the Quarantine Cast. I am joined by Mike Jackson, UFC welterweight, who uh, was briefly scheduled to uh, to return in January uh, to face Dean, uh, Dean Barry. Um, but it looks like that's being pushed. Um, I, I have him on. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, his layoff, uh, obviously his fight against CM Punk and Mickey Gall, as well as what's next for him in 2021. Hey, man, how's it going? Oh,
1: it's going? Well, thank you for having me.
0: Thanks for uh, thanks for taking the time to uh, to jump on. So brand new year, man. Uh, are you excited for twenty twenty one?
1: Yeah, of course, man. It's uh, it's a new year uh, for me. I kind of live day by day as it is, um, but I'm definitely excited to see um, what, what's in store for us.
0: How was your uh, How was your twenty twenty for a lot of people? It was chaotic. Obviously, a lot of stuff going on in the United States, plus the pandemic, uh, which kind of left a lot of people sidelined. Um, so what was it like for you?
1: Um, you know, it, for me, I, I was at home a lot. It, it was a lot of uh, cabin fever. Um, I mean, obviously, there there's the, the racial uh, tension going on. When, you know, that's depressing in itself, just seeing all the crazy shit. Um, but really, my life didn't change too much because me, primarily, I work from home um, outside of going to the gym. Um, the biggest thing for me though was the the traveling I, I all that stopped and then uh you know for me primarily i, I cover events cover mma fights cover jiu jitsu super fights um and because you know the events cancellation so i had none of that um so for me it was just a lot of uh, groundhogs day you know the same thing it was kind of repetitive uh but you know i i, I was grateful for the for the moment because uh it was it was, a, it was a great reflecting time for me. It, it was a, a time to reset, let my body heal, uh, let my mind heal and uh, really focus on the future. And I was able to do that during this time. And, and I see a lot of uh, upper mobility with the brand um, and things like that uh, coming here to start a film.
0: Yeah. I'm reading, uh, I'm reading George St. Pierre's book. Uh, I should have read it years ago, but I'm reading it now. And one of the things that they said is the reason why GSP was so ahead of his time was because of his ability to adapt. I think 2020 really made a lot of us do that. Uh, do you agree with that?
1: I, I, I do. I mean, you, you have to adapt. I mean, that's that's part of evolution in, in, in itself. Um, and, and the people, and that's kind of the, the people who were who are kind of stuck in their ways and and they lack this ability to adapt. They kind of want to keep the traditions alive and things like that. Um, Outside, you know, it is good to have tradition, I feel. Um, I think it's more so the memories and the pictures. But when you try to live your life with this um, almost archaic mindset, uh, I think that hinders you. You know, evolution is a good thing. We, We have to evolve with time because everything else is evolving. And I think as a people, we have to evolve and, and, and we're not here to stay stagnant. You know, we're here to to, to gain knowledge and pass it on to, to future generations. And if you just stay in this archaic, you know, mindset where, where there's no growth, then nothing comes from that. You, you, you stay in this uh, just stagnant kind of mindset and stagnant reality. And I'm not about that. I'm about growth, man, and, and seeing what's out there.
0: So that being said, 2020 is now behind us. What's your mindset going into uh, 2021, both on a personal note as well as a as a fighting uh, on a fighting perspective?
1: Man, for me, it, growth is is the primary key. But also, one thing that I, I've realized is that um, I do have a gift of of knowledge and to help people out, uh, and, and that's one thing that I've been doing. I find that I've um, had a lot of conversations with people, especially during the quarantine. Um, And I've helped give people a different perspective on life. And so for me, uh, I want to continue to push that narrative uh, of of growth. Uh, I want to continue to help others grow, you know, with my platform. So that's really the main goal and the mission. Um, Now, I I have a crazy way of doing things, you know. Uh, So the uh, things that I do is going to have a little Might the Truth spin on it. Um, But people who know me and, and who rock with me, they they know what to expect, so we have some dope things in the in the making.
0: So you were briefly scheduled to face Dean Barry. Uh, I'm not really sure the the uh, I guess if that's being rebooked or or, or what that what uh, what's yeah. happening with that yeah. fight. It,
1: it, it was just a scheduling thing. Uh, it, it it was nothing. That that's it. It was just uh, you know trying to get things to happen, going out here to fight island. Um, you know, my life is a little chaotic, so things just didn't work out as I had planned or anticipated to. Um, so yeah, we're just gonna have to get the fight pushed back, but look, man, it, it's, all it is is just pushing the schedule back. Nothing else is gonna change. Um, we have the same mindset going to the fight, same game plan, and we, and look, it, it's the same exciting fight. We're just gonna get it a, a, a little bit later now. Um, but yeah, outside of that, Nothing's changed, man Just the date and the location
0: So that will be held in the United States
1: Yeah, it will be I'm just going to assume it's going to be in Vegas Either Fight Island or Vegas So it'll probably be a uh, Or or it'll be a Vegas date coming here in the next few months
0: I like it. Um, so, what's your thoughts on the matchup? I mean, I think a lot of people were surprised when it was first announced. But, uh, but what's your thoughts on Dean Barry as an opponent? Obviously, he's a 45 fiver So, uh, you've got a little bit of a size you advantage.
1: Forty-fiver, damn! I didn't. You're the second person. I now I, I knew he was a uh, uh, he had competed fifty-five, and then I did hit some catch weights at sixty-five. Um, but 45 man, I didn't know that. Man, yes, man, that sucks for him. <laughs> that's really all I got on that. Um, as far as the matchup, um, it's Nick it Styles make fights, and I think this is a, an exciting matchup that's going to be uh, uh, very receptive to the fans. You know, they're they're going to receive this very well, just because a lot of the fans nowadays they like these striking matchups and exciting fights, and uh, I feel that uh, both of our styles together is going to make for for some crazy, some crazy, just. I don't want to say violence and things like that because of just based off our styles, but you're just gonna see some cool shit. Uh, I, I can definitely guarantee that there's gonna be some ooh moments in the fight from from my side, from his side, um, just given our styles. So I feel the matchup is 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 what the fans like to see, and so we got to give the fans what they want.
0: I think. Uh, I mean, I'll speak for myself here. I think when when your name was announced that you would be facing, and a lot of us were like oh, wow, he's still like, you know, we weren't sure if you were cut, if you were still in the UFC or what was going on. So could you kind of shed some light there on uh, that two-year two layoff and, and, and what exactly, uh, what was the reason for such a long layoff?
1: Well, first, yeah, you decided it just showed up this morning. So, yeah, that, I'm definitely still on the roster. That's the other thing is, like, uh, I think that people who didn't know that I was on the roster simply just don't follow me on, or, or they don't know anything about me on, as far as social media. If, if you – or glimpse on my social media at the truth Jackson, on Instagram and Twitter, and Facebook, uh, you get a glimpse of that. And so you've known what's up, man. You get the, you visits business. You get the PI, you get the training, you, you get UFC, but you get all these things. Right. Um, but as far as me, uh, I was actually going to fight on the, uh, Argentina card. I was offered a fight back at the end of 2018. Um, preparing that fight, I got injured. And so it was really just, uh, wanting to recover and wanting to be optimal. Um, like I said, I, I spent a lot of time out at the PI, um, out in Vegas. Uh, I'm training. When I go out to Vegas, I trained with the guys at syndicate. So, uh, on, on this time off, uh, I get knowledge from different gyms and coaches. I'm at the PI getting, uh, this scientific look at my body and, and a scientific approach to fighting. Um, and then again, I'm just traveling. I get, and when I'm traveling, I get to to go and train and 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 gain knowledge from just high quality gyms around the country. Um, then I'm I'm at fights. I'm shooting for LFA. I'm shooting for Fury Fighting here in Texas. Um, I'm doing the submission hunter Jiu-Jitsu super fights. Uh, so for me, I'm staying active, staying busy, staying in the sport because I mean, first of all, it's a sport that I love. I love co- I love MMA, but I love combat sports as a as an entirety. Um, And and my life revolves around that. So for me, it's just being involved, using my platform to help these other competitors grow um, and get their names out there. It's just uh, it's just a lot, man. I have my hands in a lot of things trying to get growing the Mike the Truth brand um, and, and using that platform to help others grow as well.
0: I watched uh, I watched another interview of yours, and did I hear you were you're training with Austin Trout? Is that is that correct?
1: Well, we train at the same gym, uh, so I train at Main Street Boxing, and it's a it's a boxing that we uh, or it's a gym that that has a lot of world champions. Uh, Lou Savarese is part owner of, of the gym as well as uh, my coach Bob Perez. So we get world champion boxers, we get guys like Austin Trout in there. Uh, Regis Prograis is there. Uh, we have this kid named Austin Williams. They call him Ammo Williams. He's he's like four or five and oh. Um he's like one of the top prospects in boxing right now. Uh he's there. Um we and I, Miguel Flores. We did I mean he just got a number, Jenny Fuchs. Um, I can go on just a list of just top guys, and then we have that on the MMA side as well. But to your point, yeah, Austin Trout is is at the gym. I haven't trained with him though. I've just been in the same you know, he doing his thing on the boxing side, and I'm doing my thing, uh, whether it be on the MMA or kickboxing side.
0: How significant is it to get to make sure you're getting those boxing looks? Like a lot of guys only train primarily with MMA fighters. Do you think it's important to make sure you're you're getting a feel of, you know, strictly boxing guys, guys like Austin Trout, for example?
1: Yeah, well, it, it really depends on 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 what your style is, right? Because I, I, I don't think everything is for everyone. Um, for me I get a lot of a lot of my training is boxing uh heavy and as that's that boxing is a love of mine and a passion. Um I'm probably getting uh so I work out with the amateur boxing team on like twice a week. Um and then I'll go in there and just spar for an hour. So and I'm that's me in the middle, and I'm just getting I'll get like the guys will get like three rounds at a time. So for me, I'm getting about Shit, anywhere from 10 to 15 rounds on those days. I'm getting 20 to 30 rounds a week, just just straight boxing. Um, and then I'll mix in the other rounds as far as like MMA or you know kickboxing and things like that. Um, but I think, given what your style of fighting is, I think that's a a, a part of the the fighting game that people don't really like focus on. Because it's really like, oh, you're doing it in May. You should just learn everything, which is true. But you have to know how to prioritize what you're learning. And if you're not like, I think if you're like, let's say you're a jujitsu guy who's getting into fighting and and you're trying to learn some boxing or, you know, really is learning how to get hit because you're going to get hit boxing. I think it's it's a smart thing to do. Right, because you're you're trying to learn that aspect of fighting. You're trying to learn the throwing, how to throw punches properly, uh, how to roll with punches and not get hit flush. Working on defense, um, but it gets to a point. Like if you have a guy who is, let's say, uh, uh, a striker, but he's really heavy on his kicks. Right, he now should not take boxing to work on his hand? Yes. But he's probably going to focus more on the kickboxing side because that's where he feels comfortable with and he's really good at it. And it's now, if he's trying to get good at boxing, then sure, you're going to have to bring it more. But if it's just for training, I think you want to limit those areas. Uh, Like for me, for this fight, although I train in jujitsu and wrestling, I'm not doing it as heavy for this fight because the chances of it hitting the ground if we trip or fumble or something, man, like this is going to be a, a, a striking match. So for me, although I'm training ground just to shit, anything can happen. And then I just want to train that aspect of fighting. I'm not very strong on it at the moment.
0: When, um, you know, when, when you have your background and when you're training with those guys, when when Barry goes out and says he's going to he's going to earn that 50K by knocking you out, do you feel a little bit disrespected by that?
1: Not at all. I don't, I don't take it first. like like that's what we're supposed to say. like we're fighting like at the, at the end of the day that's exact that's what we're doing. Like we're fighting like I'm not expecting him to say, yeah, I'm gonna go out here and win a decision over Mike. I'm expecting him to come out and look for the finish. just as he should expect I'm coming out looking for the finish. So no I, I don't I don't take any look I don't take anything these guys say personal was well, the fighters um whether it's these trolls on the internet like is it's nothing personal I do take to a to account though given that we're in the fighting sport and buddy put out 50,000 hit on you man I do take that like from a fighter's perspective i take that personal um and and he going to have to own up to that um and and we going to handle it uh, whenever you know whenever that date gets signed we we going to make it happen and it's just I don't see him getting the knockout. I just can't, I just can't see it.
0: I want to talk about your uh, your obviously your last fight. I mean, a lot of eyes were on that. well um, oh, probably a lot more eyes than on this one, simply because you were fighting a guy named CM Punk, who everyone was familiar with in the in the WWE world. What was it like going out there and getting a win under the UFC banner?
1: I mean, it was. Nothing to me for I mean it was cool a little experience. I mean I, I have a different mentality and, and I look at this just a little bit different than, than the other people do. So I, I I don't have the same like uh like things don't attract me to it, right? So like the whole the going out and getting the UFC win, like it's cool, but like I don't have the same feeling like as some other people would get in like they're in their moment, like they're oh my god, this really happened. Like, for me, is not that. Like, it was like, all right, cool, what's next, you know, for me. So uh, the moment itself, it was just, it was more the experience. Um, going out to Chicago, doing the press. Um, I mean, I was going through some pictures yesterday looking for something to post. And, uh, like, I brought my photographer out there for, for uh, the Chicago card. And I ended up doing, like, an interview with somebody while getting a pedicure. You know what I'm saying? I love actually I need to go get my, my nails done here pretty soon. But yeah, like things like that, you know, um talking to shorties on the corner. <laughs> you know, just like you know, out of Chicago randomly. It was just it was just a cool moment. So for me, it's more so um about the overall experiences than just that one singular moment.
0: As someone who's who's fought a guy who transitioned into this sport, he did it a little bit more respectfully than some other people are currently doing it. Guys like Jake Paul, for example. When you see guys like that kind of coming in and entering the sport and almost in a, in a way making a mockery of everything that you've worked for, everything that guys like Conor McGregor have worked for, does it does it bother you when you see them kind of doing that and calling guys out that they really have no business calling out?
1: Not at all. Like, and that's the thing. Like, I don't look at it as any of that. Like, people put you only you, you when people give it all that that talk and that credit. Then, yeah, I see why why people get all riled up. But at the end of it, like, it's none of that. Like, it, it's like these people are in their own lane, right? And I I actually show the due respect because as far as his his willingness to go because i feel what he's doing it's 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 actually the right way what's happening though is that because he is this uh this this personality then he's going to draw more attention than someone else And the end of the day jake paul and his brother they're amateur level boxers but they're doing it the right way and they're fighting the competent look when the KSI's and the Nate Robinson's, I've seen that at a professional level. I've seen that exactly. But the only difference is that we have the Jake Paul who has this huge following and who's having people buy the pay-per-views to watch, right, is it's boxing. And it's not taking away from the sport. It's just this niche little thing Um the only downside, which you did mention, was the disrespect from him calling out like actual fighters. Um, but that's what they do; like that's their from their perspective. Like that's their way of marketing what they're doing. Look, he he's never gonna fight the Conor McGregor. And, and like the Floyd Mayweather thing is kind of cool with that, with the with the exhibition. And, and let's take that right. You have it where like people mad at that. What are you mad for first of all? If you don't like it, just don't watch it. Like, that's literally that simple. If you don't like it, don't watch it. But people are gonna watch it, right? And they're watching it because they're attracted. they want to see what's gonna happen. We all know what's gonna happen. We know I knew what was gonna happen with the Floyd and McGregor thing, but yep. we all watched it, right? We all knew this guy, Conor McGregor. Like, there, here's the thing like, first of all, in MMA. There's this this misconception about what boxing is, like MMA is MMA and boxing is, and I compete in both sports. I've I've trained heavily in both, and I've and they're they're all they're almost night and day as far as sports go. Like there are differences, and when you see Conor McGregor just with his style is going against Mayweather, you're like yo, this is like there's no chance because. And then there's no chance given that this dude is arguably the greatest defensive. Like the different, that's the main thing, though, is the defense and boxing in MMA. It's two different styles. But then you're taking arguably the greatest defensive fighter and putting him in there with someone who isn't a boxer. Like, it just doesn't make sense. So when you add like the Jake Paul's and or whatever the Paul Brothers is doing against Floyd, that's cool. And you have it now where they brought in Ben Askren. Like, we all know Ben Askren like, has, like, as far as his boxing goes, is non-existent, right? But here's the thing. Ben Askren is an actual fighter. He may not be a good boxer, but he's an actual fighter. And he's fought at, a, at the highest level. Now, has he boxed at the highest level? No. But to say that Ben Askren has never sparred boxing or trained boxing, that's silly to even think that. So given that we now have Ben Ashkin fighting one of the Paul brothers, who is training, they're competing in boxing, and one of these guys has been consistently training in boxing for like several years, two like two or three years, I'm assuming. I'm not saying Ben Ashkin has a shot at winning because of his boxing, but Ben Askren definitely has a shot of winning just based off of him being an actual fighter. I'm still picking a Paul brother to wash him, though, because it's a it's not an MMA fight, right? Yeah. Um, so wrapping all, which to come back what you said at the end of the day, I don't think it's bad. I think it's actually a good thing because it's bringing eyes to the sport and it's in its own little niche market and it's not hurting anybody.
0: As someone who's kind of uh who, who fought someone who brought a lot of eyes to the sport and CM Punk, is that something you'd be open to doing? Like bring them all on, bring on Jake Paul, KSI. It doesn't matter.
1: Hey, if it, it, you know what i thought about, like maybe that's me, maybe that's my role, and I'm cool with that because if, if I'm the dude who just gets to, to to tune up the guys who really think this is what they're about, because I mean that's how people look at me. They like, oh, this dude don't really train, or he doesn't, he doesn't, he's not a fighter, this, that, and the other. Man, I've been fighting and I've been training sport for damn near 13, 13 years in, in April. Um, i trained with the highest level of guys. Um, I can fight, you know what I'm saying? And I, that's cool, though. I'm glad that people uh, look at me as someone who's just a, a photographer or a journalist or a podcast or whatever the hell they look at me as. That doesn't bother me because at the end of the day, when I step in the ring or the cage, I have to display – my talent one way or the other. I'm either going to get knocked out or I'm going to knock somebody out. Right. So what they say doesn't matter is just about what my actual abilities are. You know?
0: All right. I'll ask you one last question and then I'll let you go. It's Saturday night. So I know uh, I'm sure you've got things to do. Big fight coming up in January, Conor McGregor versus Dustin Poirier. Obviously we saw the first, we saw the fight happen years ago, different weight class, different fighters. How do you think it plays out this time around?
1: Man, I'm excited about this. Uh, crazy because I remember when all the whole fights were announced. I was trying to. I, I was hoping that I was on the because I heard they were kind of put, pushing that that fight around the same date, and uh, I was hoping to get on it because my for my second second amateur fight was on a Dustin Poirier undercard in Louisiana. Um, this was just, what 2000 2008 actually like November 2008. is a Dustin Poirier undercard, so I was excited about it. Um, what a possibility of getting, but then I was on the whole weekend. Right. Um, but with all of that, I like, I mean, Dustin's been more active in MMA. We've seen the progression of him as, as far as, uh, uh, him as a complete fighter, him and, and as well as his growth. Uh, we don't have that same grasp on Kyle. We know what he's done in the instances he, he's, he's shown the world, but we don't see how he's in, how I don't want to say ring rust because for him, it's it, you know, everybody's different, so I don't want to say he has it, but we don't know how he's improved. We've seen how Dustin has improved, we've seen how he's gotten better, and and, and how uh, he, he's definitely going to look at this, he's going to take this fight. Um, uh, he's gonna have a different outlook and different vision for this fight than he did in the previous one. Um, so for me, it's hard not to go with Dustin, you know. Um, and then he got some delicious hot sauce that we just we just caught the, the Diamond Poirier uh Louisiana hot sauce, which is which is delicious. So I'm riding with Dustin in this one. Uh, and I'm and,
0: and look, I'm a Connor
1: fan, but I'm just I feel that uh with Dustin's growth, uh he'll be able to take this one.
0: All right. Is there any uh any last words here? Any sponsors you want to thank or or any uh social media you'd like to plug before yeah. we uh, before I let yeah. you go?
1: Follow me all, all social media at the Troop Jackson, man. We just here for the shits and giggles. Uh, yeah, that's it. And, and stay tuned for, for the fight announcement. All
0: right, man. I can't wait. I've been a fan of yours for a while and uh, it's good to see that you're back out there and I can't wait to, to, to watch the fight.
1: Man. Thank you for having me. And I appreciate that support.
0: There we go. Mike Jackson, um, obviously, uh, Like we talked about, he had a huge win last time out against CM Punk. It's been two and a half years since we've seen him. I can't wait for this next fight. Uh, If you haven't, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe, and make sure you check out all of his social media.